The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Swung out. now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back along with uh, Vince and Ray and Tony. I'm Ken Korak where the A's had a nice little neat package kind of wrapped up at least halfway through this game as the A's with uh, the home runs breaking out by Davis and Murphy and Olsen. The A's were leading 5-3 to three after uh, five innings today. But a uh, funky little ground ball by Josh Reddick that was misplayed by Marcus Simeon Always hit in front of second base just to the right of the bag, and Marcus just uh, bobbled it through to first too late, really opened the gates. And with uh, Wendelkin on the mound, after that single, double, single, and then when Wendelkin left the game, a base hit by Brantley against Diekman and the Astros had scored four times. And uh, the Houston Ball Club uh, bullpen, which has been maligned this year, but uh, they really shut down the A's. The A's did not have a hit against the Astros' pen, and that was. Uh, Blake Taylor and uh, Enoli Paredes and Christian Javier and then Ryan Presley in the ninth inning. So the Astros prevail. They take game one, and now the A's coming back tomorrow with Sean Manaya against Framber Valdez. Manaya hasn't pitched since he pitched well at Dodger Stadium on the 23rd as he went uh, six innings plus and allowed three runs. And Framber Valdez was huge for the Astros in relief as he worked uh, five innings on Tuesday against the Twins at uh, Target Field. So it was 10-5 in favor of Houston. Day baseball again tomorrow. And if it's as warm as it was today down there with the game-time temperature at 91, the ball should be flying again, each team hitting uh, three home runs today. Reminder, this is the Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage as the Clubhouse Show continues after this. The demons have been exercised. And the A's have won it. And they're moving on. And maybe they have vanquished some demons today. And now it's time for the excitement of the ALDS and the Houston Astros. Nobody gets there. It lands on the grass, rolls on the track. The A's have won it. And the A's have won the season series against the Astros. Join A's cast live each day four hours before first pitch to get you ready for the series. In-depth analysis, live guests, and more. Then, join us for the A's Total Access pregame show, your destination for wall-to-wall A's coverage leading up to first pitch. Be there for every pitch with Ken Korak, Vince Catronio, and Ray Fossey on A's cast and the A's radio network as the A's take on their division rival in the Houston Astros. After the game, keep it locked in for A's Clubhouse and A's Talk with Chris Townsend. The American League Division Series is here, and it's time to rep the town with your Oakland A's. This is A's Clubhouse. It is the A's Clubhouse show brought to you by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Ken Korak, I researched it all day. I had so many nuggets. It was amazing for the pregame show. We take Chris Russo at 8.30. We went live at 9. Did four hours of programming. Make me feel better right now after this 10-5 to 5, uh, loss. You just never know, right? I mean, on paper, the A's had the bullpen advantage, and it swung the other way in favor of the Astros. And 
Hey, it's one game, man. They lost the first game to the White Sox, and the A's maybe better than anyone know that an early lead in the division series may not mean that much because you look back, how many times did the A's win the first two games and then lose the series? So, uh, I mean, tomorrow's big with Manaya, but I'm encouraged by the way they swung the bats in the first half of the game. The A's have had a little propensity to stop hitting once they get about halfway through their games, but uh, you know, three home runs is a good sign for them, but you know, it's a tough outing. And, uh, you know, the A's had the bullpen advantage on paper. Like Vince said, they gave up half dozen runs in the series against the White Sox. But uh, they've been resilient all year. I mean, that's been the hallmark of this club. And it's something that Bob Melvin has talked about. And they will have to be tomorrow. And you've got to, you know, make all the plays. And a little funky ball the Gurriel hit that Marcus couldn't play. But then after that, they hit a lot of balls awfully hard. So, and this, this Astro team... You know, they didn't play well during the regular season. They didn't hit at all. They hit 240. They had, uh, they had a stretch beginning from the 5th of September until the end of the season, Chris, where they had 13 games where they had three runs or fewer. But they were a lot better than that. And as they get locked in and regain their focus in the postseason now, Chris, they're going to be a tough out. I mean, they're, they're, this is still a very good Houston club. There is no doubt about it. They are battle-tested. And, you know, talking about uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait till you leave to where I go over it because I've actually uh, tallied, tallied it up in the Billy Bean era how they've done in game one, whether it's a series or a wild-card game. As you mentioned, very early, uh, 2000, 2001, 2003, they got wins in game one. But game one, if you count whether it's a series or a wild-card, has been very, very tough, and in, and in a five-game series, the winner of game one has a 72%, 72% chance of moving forward, and the one thing, the one guy I thought of after the uh, air by Marcus, which it's, it's a tough play, but you need to make that, it was Mark Kotze talking about 90 feet. How you defend 90 feet, and you gave up 90 feet, and then after that, and we'll play some of the highlights here because then after that, here comes Springer, and you couldn't get him out in the sixth inning. And Springer had a great game. He had four hits, and he's been locked in. Uh, last 23 games of the regular season, he was batting 341, and he hits the A's well. Had three walk-off or, or three lead-off home runs against the A's this year. So uh, they're tough. And so it's a big outing for Sean Manaya. And so, you know, like I said in the ninth inning, you know, I know he wants to redeem himself for what happened in the wild card game, but don't put that much pressure on yourself. I mean, Sean needs to go out and just pitch like he did in the second half of the regular season when he was really good. Yes, yeah. I mean, in September, it, 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 he started feeling it. He started getting strong. And, that, and, and the one thing that I just hope for him is it's almost been two weeks since he threw on that Wednesday night at Dodger Stadium. I just hope that he's had some good side sessions and he's going to be sharp because, Ken, it's not good for a starting pitcher not to get out there and face hitters for almost two weeks. No, it's not, and that was the same situation that McCullers faced today, and he had a tough outing, but Bassett was pitching on his fifth day, and he had a tough outing. So you don't really know how these things are going to work out. All righty, we will talk to you tomorrow. Have a safe drive. So you're on all day tomorrow, right? Nine no, o'clock we're on, in the it's, morning. It's wall to wall. We're covering this thing like a snuggie. We're all over it. As we should. Thank you, Chris. Talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a bad look. I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's a bad look.
I mean, you get out, you, you, you get the lead. You're talking about how you want to take these guys out, and they just come back and boom, boom, boom. So many hittable pitches today. And I don't know where you're you're going to want to go in the postseason in the post game show today, the A's clubhouse show. But the number is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. That's eight three three six two five two two seven eight. I just, yeah, the Marcus Simeon error was not good, but there's two outs. You don't need to go base hit, double base hit, base hit, and everything was so hittable. Bassett did not look the same today. Very hittable. And I know people are talking about it was warm down at Dodger Stadium. Well, when you're put, I mean, same thing with McCullers. How about a couple times he hung breaking balls that are right down the middle, and they're going out, and he's like putting his arms up. I don't know. What do you mean? Was They're your belt high. Maybe McCullers and uh, Bassett need to need to go to MLB.com because they track every pitch and you'll see where they are in the strike zone. These were not quality pitches. J.B. Wendelkin, not quality pitches. I mean, Deekman's to Brantley in the sixth, not a quality pitch. This was not a well-pitched game whatsoever. And, yeah, it sucked that the A's stopped hitting in the uh, late in the game. But I got to tell you, losing game one is not good. Especially losing it like that. And to look at the pressure that now puts on yourself, you know, how many times have we talked about how the A's have that pressure because they haven't gotten over yet? They haven't done it. Now, it was nice to take out the White Sox, but that was still a three-game set. This is the division series. And I don't I mean it's weird when you just start looking at the A's success in game 1. It really is hard to believe dating back. Cuz there's a track record here. And there's different years, different everything's different. You can't compare 06 to 2020. But think about it. If you look at the Oakland Athletics in game one, starting in 2006, now they swept the Twins, but you got to remember they then got swept by the Tigers. Since they were swept by the Tigers, they've lost game one in every single series since 2006. I went back and checked. Because I like, do I remember this correctly? Because I could remember the last time they won a game one. So they lose game one to the Tigers in 2006. They lose the game one in 2012. They lose game one of 2013. They lose the wild card in 2014. They lose the wild card in 2018. They lose the wild card 2019. Now it's a wild card series. So they lose the wild card series game one. And now they've lost game one of the division series. So if you count game one of a division series or wild card game or wild card series, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They've lost eight straight. 
And I know it's just game one, and it's easy to say say game one. But the issue with game one is you start playing those percentages. And we had it for you today in A's Cast Live. In a five-game set, you lose game one. 72% of the time, the winner of game one moves on. Because now what do you have to do? Well, you still got to win three games, and there's four left. You just made it that much harder. You just you just made tomorrow so important. And the problem with the Astros right now is these guys are starting to gain confidence. And they've got a winning streak going right now, postseason-wise, dating back to last year. So they're, they're starting to feel better about themselves. They're trying to make it to the American League Championship Series for the fourth time. Not the, the fourth straight trip, I should say. Looking to join the Yankees, the Braves, and the Cardinals, the only people to do it in the wild card era, to make it to at least four straight. All right, the number here is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. If you have any problems with the with the phone line, don't worry. You can always call back. We'll get you on. The number is 833-625-2278. A tough one to wait to lead it off to die at Dodger Stadium where the Athletics lose 10-5 to the Astros. Ugh. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our ace through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you. The same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right young lady? Right now, get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. A's fans, we still need you to rep the town this postseason. You can win an A's flag by entering at athletics.com slash rep the town ALDS before midnight on Friday the 9th. That's right, just visit athletics.com slash rep the town ALDS before midnight Friday. 50 lucky winners will be randomly selected. No purchase necessary. Must be a legal resident of the U.S. and at least 18 to enter. Sweepstakes begin on 10-520 and ends 10-920. Limit one entry per person. Athletics.com slash rep the town ALDS. Let's go Oakland. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's pause for station identification right here on the A's Radio Network and A's Cast. 
A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. You know, one thing that you can look at and you can feel better for tomorrow is at least you hit. You know, you saw the ball go out of the ballpark three times. Chris Davis had two hits. I mean, seriously, if Chris Davis homers, you got to win. Uh, Murphy now, first catcher ever to have back-to-back dingers in a postseason game as a rookie catcher. Matt Olson, I mean, the first walk leading to a home run in the fourth inning, uh, getting him out of his funk. Yeah, it is game one, but we got to react to game one. I can't sit here and just – for the next X amount of what, just say, hey, go get him tomorrow. I mean, you got to analyze what happened today. And Chris Bassett, that's been so good, just was so not good today and not as sharp. As we've been talking about his array of pitches, whether it's the four-seamer playing off the two-seamer, whether it's the big curveball, which normally doesn't get hit, well, that got knocked out by Bregman today. I mean, I... One way to put it is, these guys are coming to fight. And they're 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 led by Correa. Now, I know Springer, Springer was, I mean, Springer. Springer's numbers, career numbers at Dodger Stadium are phenomenal. I mean, you know, there's certain guys that get to certain ballparks, and they just light up, whether they see it well there, whatever it is. I remember Jeff Bagwell may have been the only guy who ever liked hitting at Candlestick Park. And even though he hated Candlestick Park, I remember doing an interview with him years ago. He just, I don't know, I just I feel comfortable here. This place is miserable, but I like it here. So some guys just, they, they get to a certain place. Well, a lot of the great hitters, they pretty much hit good everywhere. But there's certain places where you just feel good in the box, you see it real well, and that is, that's Dodger Stadium for Springer. And continuing not to be able to get him out, it just hurt. It just really hurt. And Correa, this kid's got a ton of talent. We've always called him Baby A-Rod. He hit two home runs today. He's three for four. He's got four RBIs. He called everybody out after they beat the Twins. He said it. You know, this is for all you haters. They, you know, they, 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 they didn't hear it this year, but they know it's there. They got to see a little bit of it, especially down in L.A. when they played the Dodgers and all those Dodger fans were outside of Chavez Ravine heckling them. But they know. They know what the media has been saying. They know what everybody's been saying. They know what the A's have now said. What Dusty Baker say? Be careful what you wish for. They showed one thing. If there's anything that I learned from the game today is that they're coming for the fight and they're not afraid. And they just showed you round one. It's, it's, it's round one. They just knocked you to the canvas. You got knocked down today. Now it's going to be about how do you respond. Because I can tell you, you go down 0-2 with how fragile the psyche is of this franchise. 
where now you're saying you got to sweep these guys after they've beaten you two straight, it that that that's possible because we don't know who they're going to be pitching. But the only problem with that is if they don't use Grinky out of the bullpen tomorrow, you got old man Grinky standing there on Wednesday. Now he hasn't looked the same down the stretch, and he did not watching that game. Game one in Minnesota. I mean, he did not look good, and he was out after four. But still, that's a guy that's a potential Hall of Famer right there, staring you in the eyes in game three. And now they've got the home field advantage. They have the final at bat. Tomorrow's a win day. Tomorrow you got to go out there and you got to – Mark Kotze said it, and I loved playing it. Because he first said it with, I I think he said it, it was either with the media, it was when he was filling in for Bob. It was either with the media or when they do the uh, Ring Central calls. You know, for AceCast Live, we do Google Meets. Everybody's doing something different. Um, And then he did, I think he also said it with Ken Korak when he was doing the Madger show. And then I had him on AceCast Live, and I asked him about it. I like, I love that. 90 feet. How do you defend and protect and guard 90 feet? And you didn't do that in the sixth. Two outs and an air. And then some really, really hittable pitches. You know, mistakes are made. It's like you go back to the Bartman game. Well, it didn't mean that Pryor had to give it up after that. Just because something goes on doesn't mean you have to give it up. That's the mental toughness. Pick your teammate up. That wasn't an easy play. I mean, he's, he's coming over to second base, for God's sakes. It's not an easy play. And that's kind of, you know, lately the uh, the old shift has burned the A's a couple times where uh, you'd have guys in normal position, you might be having some outs. But just because he makes an error doesn't mean it has to go Base hit, double down the line, base hit, and the last thing you want to see is Altuve start to get hot. And then another base hit by Brantley as they brought Jake Diekman in after JB. Can't have that. And then Lou Trevino comes into the seventh. Correa, boom, home run number two. And then they get more insurance later on. I mean, this is this is a... This is not the way you want to start out. But you're going back to the resort. You're in the bubble. Watch a little Monday night football. You probably want to get away from baseball and not even watch Yankees and Rays. Watch a little Monday night football. Clear your head and get ready for tomorrow. Because you better come out and win tomorrow. As an old boss of mine used to say, failure is not an option. Chris Bassett wasn't what we've seen lately. I mean, his September was just incredible. His game two against the White Sox was so strong. But I guarantee you what we're going to hear next, he's not going to be too happy. Four innings, nine hits, three runs, and could have been worse. It could have been worse, but he's a guy that he expects, and we've talked to him multiple times about it, he's a guy that expects to go seven innings.
going for. I know he's not going to be happy. Here's the right-hander after the game. Hey, Chris. Um, with the warm day and the, new, the 1 o'clock start, it seemed like the ball was carrying really well. How much more difficult does that make it for a pitcher, and how much did it affect things for you? Uh, it, didn't, it didn't affect me. Uh, I knew it was going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I'm pretty sure you've asked any Dodger player a day game in, in this stadium, it's going to be a shootout. So, yeah, I mean, ball flies, any mistakes. I mean, there's no pop flies really here. Pop flies are home runs. So, um, yeah, I think everyone experienced that. How much does your guys' experience last week in dropping game one and coming back and winning the next two, how much does that do for you guys moving forward? Yeah, it's. I mean, we're not – by any means, like panicking or nothing like that. It's it's win tomorrow. Um, yeah, just play the game, play our game. Don't really worry about all the extra crap and just stick to the script. Shana, Ruben. Uh, Bob was saying that maybe you just left a handful of pitches up. What did you uh, make of your outing today? Uh, not great. Um, Everything was up. The ball wasn't moving the way that I'm used to moving. Um, there was no depth to any pitch. And I think, again, you think you saw that across the board. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think there will be some adjustments made from both teams to try to kind of counteract that. But, I mean, again, the ball, if you throw the ball up, the ball flies here. So it's, uh, it's a little double-edged sword, I guess. Susan Slusser. Chris, what did you think of the work that Yusmero did uh, coming in after you? Huge. I mean, um, expected just how good use is getting out of those situations, but I mean, huge. You, you played, sorry, you played behind Marcus for a very long time. Obviously, you weren't in the game when he made his error, but how much do you feel for him when he's been so reliable for you guys the last few years, but, you know, has a mistake in a big situation like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Errors happen. Um, the error, I know, mean, I obviously watched the game. The error happened with two outs. Um, we can't let that snowball into four runs um, as a pitcher. Steve Berman. Hey, Chris, uh, you said that everything was up today and that, you know, the movement on your pitches wasn't what it usually is. is was that something you noticed in the, your, in the bullpen before the game, or did you feel good in the pen and then come out and have those issues? Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed it. We noticed it when we were here in L.A. a couple weeks ago. But, uh, um, I mean, early I, I was having, I mean, some some hard contact were for the most part a couple infield hits. So I didn't really change much because it wasn't really much to change. And then obviously they hit two home runs off me. What One of them was a fly ball. The other one, Correa's was, I don't care what ballpark we're in, Correa's is a home run. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, overall, it's just um, we knew what to expect coming in, but it's just it's different. Playing at 95 degrees or whatever it was today um, here is, is it's hard. It's hard. Martin Gallegos. Chris, you talked last week about um, Chris Davis kind of having that pop in his swing again. Um, and for him to go have the game he did today, I mean, how big is that for your offense just moving forward in the series to have that Chris, type of Chris Davis production? He's back. I mean, 
We've been saying it in the clubhouse, but we've been saying it um, obviously the last couple games he's been really showing up for us and like the world's able to see it. But I mean, for the last month, I mean, the whole season he's been grinding to get back. But I mean, for the last month, we're like, man, you're you're truly back. And I, again, I think it's just the world's kind of catching on that he truly is back to his normal form. Steve Furman. Um, you, you went four innings, which is kind of a shorter start for you lately. Um, how, how much are you raring to get the ball back at some point, perhaps later in the series? And how, how quickly do you think that would be able to happen if Melvin did ask you? Uh, uh, we'll, we'll find out. I mean, I'll, I'll have to find out how I feel tomorrow and then um, how everything else plays out. But I mean, I know how my body is. My body bounces back really fast. So uh, I'll, I'll be available at the end of this series. I just don't know when. So if you look at Correa, Springer, Altuve, and Bregman, they combined for 11 hits, and they drove in eight runs. Stars came to play today. Hasn't been a great year for them. Hasn't been a great year for, for a lot of really quality players. But at some point, all that matters is are you going to show up in the prime time? They did just enough to get past the Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota Twins had bases loaded in game one, bases loaded in game two in the first inning. Both both times couldn't do anything. And, you know, you take out Nelson Cruz. The Twins as a team in those two games hit like 94. <laughs> it was bad. It was really, really bad. But just win, baby. And they got past the Twins, and here they are. They're smelling like a rose after game one. Putting a 10 spot up, winning 10 to 5. Going tomorrow with another guy that's going to throw a ton of curveballs. That's one thing. I think that's something they knew. Valdez, Valdez threw more curveballs than anybody else this year as starters. He threw 60. And going into this game, and I was kind of looking at the curveball chart, uh, Lestella got out in his first at-bat on a curveball. Lamb struck out on a curveball. Started looking at all the different cur- uh, Loriano struck out looking on a curveball. Uh, Stella swung through a curveball. Canna swung through a curveball. Grossman flew out to center on a curveball. So the A's during the season hit only 180 against breaking balls. Third worst in MLB. So McCullers, who throws a lot of breaking balls, goes game one. Valdez, who throws a lot of breaking balls, going to game two. That's their strategy. You can see a lot of hooks. How are you going to deal with it tomorrow will be very interesting. Athletics lose game one to the Astros 10-5. to We'll continue with your action right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by Budweiser, legendary moments for a legendary lager. This Bud's for you. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. 
Cache Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cache Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. You're listening to A's Cast. All righty, we've had a little issue with our phones, but we got Stuart down in Australia. Stuart, I know it's Tuesday there. Did it work? Did it look as bad on Tuesday as it did on Monday here? It looked really bad, Sadie. It looked really bad. I think the the whole complexion of the game changed with that error that Marcus made. If he comes up with that, you get back in the dugout with the lead still. That when they score those four runs, it it sort of put them behind the eight ball and they've got a push to try and catch those runs back up and it uh it just wasn't good yeah i think there's no doubt about but, uh, it now all the... go ahead so you said win tomorrow's game get back in the clubhouse and then just go right it's just like the wildcats are free now and uh i don't know do they throw maybe lozado against Granky in game three or do they go with Montas and then hopefully win that one and then take the pressure off of Jesus and throw him in game four? It's the million-dollar question. Where do you go from here? How are you going to do it? And yeah, if they say they haven't announced right. I mean, anything, they're going to be doing it from a standpoint of uh, they're going to wait and see what happens tomorrow. What if you're down 0-2? Who do you, yeah, exactly. who do you want there? You're down 0-2. You now have to set the momentum. You now you have to go out there and you need a guy that you're saying it's win day, season is on the line, and there is no tomorrow. Who is that guy? Is it Frankie now? Is it Jesus? Who is that guy? I would go in that situation. I think I'd go with Frankie. Hopefully, get through that one, and then uh, uh, Jesus behind him. I'd, I'd probably leave. Fires until game five with the hope that Bassie can come out of the bullpen if needed and throw some long innings and, and hopefully have a better outing than today. You know, it's he's had a great run. Uh, I think today was just a, a bit of a, an off day for him, a bit of an anomaly, and hopefully we can get back into it. What if you win tomorrow? Then who do you go game three? Uh, I'd probably then I would probably go Jesus. <laughs> and then that way, if you if, if you throw Jesus and you manage to win it, then you've got you know, Frankie going in game four. If you lose it, you've still got Frankie going with that win or go home mentality. 
Yeah, or you can close it out. That's true. That's true. So either way, you've got either the, you know, the, the win or go home, or right, boys. Well, this is it. We're going to finish it today, and you know, it just frees up the rotation and to start from scratch again in the uh, in the uh, league championship series. Hey, I appreciate the phone call. You be well down under. Will do, Tony, and uh, let's hope for something better. Just a quick shout-out to my uh, brother from another there in Antioch, Brian Speaker, who uh, I believe got one of those Rep the Ten flags from uh, from Kipe on the, on the television. So, lucky bloke. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, you take care. Will do, Tony. You too. Yeah, tomorrow. You win tomorrow. All right. Now it's two out of three. You lose tomorrow. You got to win all three. Now, I'm not a huge fan of, okay, when are we going to tell the guys they're pitching? Okay, you're pitching tomorrow or, or you're pitching tomorrow. I hate that. Can't say it enough. Athletes are creatures of habit, especially starting pitchers. They're normally at their best when they know. Because it's days of mentally preparing, physically preparing. But maybe that's where you just got to suck it up, buttercup, and be ready to go when we tell you you got to go. I think that's easier said than done. I think anybody who's a pitching coach knows that's there's a reason why you want guys throwing every five days and they have their routine every five days and you want to give them 30-something starts and – you know, there's a reason why there's that routine. But, you know, if Manaya goes tomorrow and wins, does that change if Manaya goes tomorrow and loses? Are you going to feel confident with the rookie in a win, stay alive, or lose, go home? I mean, because the two arms that I would look at now are going to be Lazardo and Frankie Montas. Frankie has looked like a much better pitcher his last couple outings out. Pitching with far more purpose, pitching with better rhythm, not being as slow, getting out, getting out there and going and challenging, getting after guys, looking more like himself. And, of course, we know he's got the power arm. But if Manaya does win tomorrow, there's not that pressure of do or die. Is that when you throw the rookie? And if he can get you a win, and then you could potentially close it out with Frankie Montas on Thursday, and we're not even talking about a Friday. But they got a long way to go before that. And it's hard to believe you look at the A's bullpen – and you look at the box score of the Astros pen, and normally that would be flipped. But you got some crooked numbers up there, and obviously the air is uh, the air is not good. And already I'm seeing with all these, uh, I've seen already people putting out reports, the keynotes of the game, and the air is going to be out there. Yes, I get it. The air, it sucks. But you then just can't just give it up after that. I mean, there were so many hittable pitches after that. It was like, come on, JB, come on. Not a great night.
You thought the bullpen would be the total strength for the A's and not for the Astros, but it was the Astros whose bullpen settled down to not give up a run, not one. Only walked one, struck out five. They did their job and held the A's down. All righty, coming up here, we're going to hear from Bob Melvin. We'll hear from Sean Murphy. We'll hear from the guys as we'll continue to break down this game. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary lager. This Bud's for you. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. When Chevy decided to advertise the Silverado and the all-new Silverado HD's available best-in-class camera technology with eight available cameras and up to 15 trailering views, it was suggested that there were better ways to do that than on the radio. But listen to the Silverado's available transparent trailer camera view. Maybe they're right. Seeing the Silverado and the all-new Silverado HD's impressive advanced camera technology is definitely better than just hearing it. So visit your local Chevy dealer and check out the strongest, most advanced Silverados ever for yourself. Right now, get $5,000 cash allowance on all 2020 Silverado 1500 crew cabs with a larger, more functional bed than any competitor. See your Bay Area Chevy dealer today. Read the vehicle's owner's manual for important feature limitations and information. Some camera views require available accessory camera and installation. Not compatible with all trailers. See your dealer for details. Class is half-ton, full-size pickup segment. Not available with special financing lease and some other offers. Take new retail delivery by 9-30-2020. Oakland A's Baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our ace through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack three. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open 
an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCUA. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. Chris Davis, who's making his third straight start in his second against a right-hander, which really didn't happen during the second half of the regular season. Had a home run in game two against the White Sox, Dallas Keuchel. Now fly ball to right, back on it is Tucker. He'll turn and watch it fly. And Chris Davis with a two-run home run gets the A's on the board in the bottom of the second in game one. It's 2-0 A's over the Astros. That was a great sign. Get him going, are you kidding me? This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. A rough one for the Athletics in game one again. They lose 10 to five. You know Bob's not gonna be happy. Here's the skipper, Bob Melvin. start with Susan Slusser. Bob, obviously a lot of things go wrong for you guys in that sixth inning, but it starts with the error by Marcus. He's been so reliable for you defensively the last few years. Do you, do you say anything to him after something like that in a big situation? No. I mean, you know, that's what team's all about. And then we got to try to pick it up. You know, two out, nobody on. And, you know, next thing you know, they got four runs. So you got to give them some credit, too. They hit some pretty good pitches to get to that point, And, you know, even uh, Brantley off of Diekman. So they were pretty relentless after an opening that inning, and they took advantage of it. What did you see from Wendelkin after the air? Um, you know, just gave up some hits, probably some sliders in the middle of the plate. I think the one he threw to Springer was pretty good. He just went out there and hooked it down the line. And then the one to Altuve, over the, even though it's off the bat a little bit, it's probably the, the worst pitch of the inning that he made. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob. Um, we, we've seen Chris Bassett be, you know, so good with his command um, the last month or so, it seems like. Um, what did you see going on kind of with him in those early innings, um, especially in that, that fourth? Yeah, yeah, it just looked like some balls up. You know, you, usually he's, he's able to pitch up and down with his cutter and his sinker side to side. Looked like every ball that was up uh, was more in the middle of the plate, which he typically doesn't do. Um, so yeah, I mean, just a, just a rough outing. He's had a string of really good outings, but they made him work and, you know, scored some runs. We still had a chance, you know, Petit came in and cleaned it up, but again, you know, the sixth inning ended up being our toughest inning. Melissa Lockhart. Uh, one that didn't allow a hit the rest of the way. Um, talk about what they were able to do to your hitters. Well, they pitched pretty well. I mean, they have some guys with some velo too and, and matched up a little bit. We just didn't, you know, have 
the at-bats that we typically do at the end of the game. We did them, you know, toward the beginning, which, you know, we've had some trouble with. So you, you, you feel like no matter where you are after the, you know, we go into the late innings that we have a chance to come back, especially after having a pretty good offensive output early on, just couldn't do it. You know, give them credit. They played the later innings better than we did. John, thank you. Hey, Bob, how significant in the uh, in the third inning and in the fourth inning, you get leadoff home runs both times, then you get a couple of hits after each one, but can't add on. How, how significant is that for you guys? Well, you know, at the time, you're putting together good at-bats and you feel good about where we are. You know, like I said, we have trouble early in games scoring runs, and we were, we were not. We were putting together some good at-bats. Obviously, we... Uh, you know, with the runners in scoring positions, wasn't our best today. But, you know, usually with our team and how we end up finishing games, both offensively and, and in the bullpen, we felt like we had a good chance. just didn't happen. Manolo Hernandez doing. Um, hello, uh, Bob. In, on the positive side, how big was that inning, you know, the fifth Two men on, nobody out. Uh, here's three, four, five coming up, and you just made up petit get, get out of that inning. Can you talk a little bit about that effort? Yeah, I, I mean, we've seen him do it so many times, you kind of take it for granted. But, you know, the middle of their order, two left-handed bats. Uh, you look at his numbers against lefties this year over the course of the season, they were fantastic. So you feel good about it. But, you know, to get out with nothing and then, you know, to have – a, a couple outs and nobody on the next inning. We felt like it lined up pretty good for us. It's just sometimes a couple of bats go the wrong way, but you know, Petit does what he has all year. It's it certainly isn't a surprise at this point. Ron Krojcik, Bob, what'd you think about the way the ball was carrying? Uh, do you think some of those homers would have been out at night? And how much is that going to affect this series? Since obviously all the games are in the daytime. Yeah, early on, especially, it looked like some balls that. You know, just you get it in the air and hit it halfway good, it's going to go out. Not that, you know, some of those balls weren't hit really good, but, I mean, it, it typically does play a little smaller in the daytime here, but last time we played here at night, it played small too. It's just warm, the ball's carrying, and both teams got some guys that hit the ball apart. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob, you talked about Chris Davis, you know, kind of picking up your guys in the power side of things with Chapman out. Um, how big is that for this series just to see him break out like that in the first game? Yeah, that was huge. It puts us on the board to nothing, you know, hits it kind of in a sweet spot out to right center field, gets a hit the next time up. You know, he's been doing his best work here recently and started, you know, gave us a nice, uh, you know, a, a early lead that we feel good about when we have a lead, especially with Bass on the mound. So, you know, he'll continue to get at bats as he should because, you know, he's he's swinging the bat really well and it's postseason and this is a guy that's done a lot of damage over the course of his career here. Susan Slusser. Bob, your team lost the game one last week in a much shorter series. What does that do, the, the you know, coming back and winning the next two, what does that do for the team now moving forward? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a longer series. Everybody wants to win game one, but, you know, we faced two elimination games that, and, and responded nicely. I expect the same tomorrow. Melissa Lockhart. I don't know if there's a, an answer for this, but you had two scoring opportunities after home runs um, in the middle innings there where there was runners on um, base, you know, with no outs. Is there something you'd like to see from your hitters do differently in those situations, maybe especially the one with second and third and no outs? 
Well, he's, you know, he's trying to hit the ball the other way, keep it in the air, similar to what Canna did with, you know, get a fly ball to right. That's what Ramon was doing. It looked like he just threw a breaking ball off the body that was a tough pitch to, to get a swing on. Um, and then, you know, pitched in tough to Murph and jammed him, couldn't get the ball in the air. They're, the, the approach, they know the approach. Um, Sometimes the other pitcher just combats it. Thank you, Bob. All right. <sighs> a lot to get into there. Oh, Astro fans are coming at me right now on Twitter at Townsend Radio. <laughs> hey, you got to talk the talk. Got to walk the walk. Expected the athletics to come out with a little better effort. Yeah, I know it's just game one. I get it. But game one is very crucial in a five-game series. Now, I had it in the notes. I don't know where all my notes are at this point. But game one, Dodgers won game one last year, and the Nats came back and won it. I mean, it is possible. It's just the reality is. Let me see. I'll, I'll get the uh, the actual tweet up from our girl, Sarah Langs, friend of the program, as she does a great job. Here's the official tweet that came out earlier today. Game one winner in a best-of-five postseason series has gone on to win the series 72% of the time. Now, if you're a bet man, you like 72% of the time. But the last time the game one winner did not win the series was just last year. The NLDS between the Dodgers and the Nationals. Dodgers won game one. Nationals won the series in five. Doable, but you're not going to be happy after game one. If anybody expects happiness on the clubhouse show after losing game one, I'm tired of losing game one. Tired. Tired, tired, tired of it. It's been going on for years. Lost game one of the ALCS to the Tigers in 06. Lost game one to the Tigers in 2012 and 2013. Lost the wild card game to the Royals. Lost the wild card game to the Yankees. Lost the wild card game to the Rays. Lost the wild card series opener to the White Sox. And now lost the ALDS opener to the Houston Astros. L's that I looked up today. And oh, by the way, Commander Cody sent me this. I forgot to read this to you. Oh, we got a good lineup for, for you tomorrow on Ace Cast Live. Uh, where is that? During that, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. During that eight-game losing streaks in game one of a series or just the wild card game, they've been outscored 46-21. And it's crazy because there's different everything. Different manager, different coaches, different players, different everything. How do you track 2006 to 2020? You can't. You just can't. Everybody's different. But that's eight straight game ones or a wild card game that they've lost, which wild card game is like a game one. Except it's win, move on, lose, go home. That's eight straight. Let's say the A's come back and win this, and we're all fired up, and they go to the ALCS, they lose game one. You're going to be like, Townsend, how is this possible? I don't know. I don't know. I can't figure it out. How do you never get off to a good start? 
We are 1-1 tie right now in the middle of the second between the Rays and the Yankees. Coming up next, you're going to hear from Matt Olson down from Dodger Stadium. That's all happening right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by Budweiser, legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you, the same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 594075. In business, things move quickly. You have to be ready to shift, pivot, adapt, then do it all over again. Comcast Business gives you fast, reliable internet on the nation's largest gig speed network. And now, ask how to get fast shipping with Amazon Business Prime Essentials. Whoa, that was fast. So no matter what comes next, you can do more than bounce back. You can bounce forward. Offer ends 102520. Restrictions apply. Requires qualifying Comcast business service. New Amazon Business Prime Essential members only. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Help your community stay safe by doing your part. Please stay safe. Visit athletics.com resources. That's athletics.com resources. NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? 
head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. Pitch is sailed towards center field. Back on it goes Springer, fighting the sun on the track, at the wall, and gone! <laughs> Kept on carrying over the 395 sign. And Sean Murphy has gone deep again. His second in the postseason, the A's lead at 3-0. A majestic drive to straightaway center field. He goes deep. Chris Davis goes deep. Matt Olson goes deep. Man, you got to win a game like this. Wasn't on the offense today, even though they could have piled on more runs. Yes, we know the struggles with running with runners in scoring position, and they could have kept scoring late. But you know, got to give Seattle's bullpen a little bit of credit. They threw the ball well, but today's not on the offense. It's got to be on the pitching. It's got to be on the defense. Good thing to see here, though. Matt Olson go deep. He walked, scored on Chris Davis's home run. And then he went deep in the fourth. Here's the slugger after the game. Susan Slusser. Hey, Matt. Um, how much of your guys' experience last week, dropping game one and then coming back and taking the next two, how much does that, uh, you know, factor in now for you guys after dropping this one? Yeah, it's good to have done it. Um, you know, knowing that we even have a couple more games in this series is, is good, too. Um, you know, it, it happened. Uh, we got to look at it as we need to win three out of four game series. And we've done that plenty of times uh, throughout the seasons. And, uh, you know, just come back tomorrow and, and win that game. James, oh, I'm sorry, Susan. Okay, sorry. Um, you've played with Marcus so long now. Uh, obviously, he's been very reliable for you guys defensively here the last couple of years. So you kind of extra feel for a guy when, you know, he makes a mistake in an inning like that. That's turns out to be kind of mag extra magnified. Yeah, you know, tough play. Um, you know, Reddick is, is a good runner and hit it off the end of the bat and it was rolling pretty slow and we're in the shift. So, um, you know, Marcus had to cut cut across over towards second base. Um, you know, it happens. Uh, things that happened after it, it just happens like that sometimes in baseball. and. Just put it in the rear view and, and come back tomorrow and get a win. James Ham. Matt, the ball really does seem to be flying out of there during the day. Uh, are you noticing a change as the game goes on as far as how far balls are flying? And how much does that play into sort of your game plan? Um, yeah, it doesn't really affect the game plan too much. Uh, I think for the most part, we're, we're trying to drive balls and, um, you know, we're not thinking high home runs. Uh, we're trying to drive the ball on a line and gap or um, if something along those lines. But uh, yeah, there are definitely a few balls that got out today that probably don't go out in the Coliseum. And um, But, you know, it's part of it. We're here. Melissa Lockhart. When you hit your home run, um, it, how good did that feel just given the struggles that you came into this series with? Yeah, it's good. Um, Anytime you can contribute, uh, you know, it, this hasn't 
hasn't been the most productive year for me in my mind. And, uh, you know, you want to come out here and produce, especially uh, me being a guy who's in the lineup every day and, um, you know, trying to work through those struggles. So, uh, yeah, it was good to, to see that ball get out and, um, you know, feel, feel good on some swings today. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Matt. Um, having Chris Davis going the way he's going right now, I mean, how important is that for the series going forward, having that type of reduction back in your lineup like that? It's, I mean, KD can do things that not everybody can do. Uh, saw today that home run to right field. He's got the most right field juice out of any righty that I've seen. Um, and for him to, to hit some balls like that, he hit the ball well last series. Uh, it's, it's good to get his confidence going. And, um, yeah, we got a lot of baseball left. Steve Berman. Yeah, Matt, uh, Chris's Bassett's been just outstanding for the entire year, especially lately. Did, what did you notice at all, if anything different, about his, his stuff or his command today watching him pitch and what led to the results that happened? Um, you know, the stuff looked pretty much the same. Uh, maybe maybe not getting the ball to the spot as well as he would have wanted, but, you know, I've, I've seen him – incredibly successful while he's doing that too uh you know they just they they put some balls in play made some action happen and uh we're able to push some runs across but um you know we we know we need bass uh down the road and uh he's been a hell of a starting pitcher for us so uh you know he he knows the kind of talent that he has and, and what he's been doing this year so uh you know he's all good hernandez doing Hey, Matt, uh, when the game was really close, you know, Jusmeiro came in there with two men on in the fifth inning, retired his side. It was three, four, and five hitters, including a couple of lefties. Could you talk a little bit about that uh, performance by Jusmeiro? You have seen it all year long. Yeah, it was huge. Um, first and second, nobody out, and turning into the guys not even advancing. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's big time. Um, that's what Jus does. He is knows exactly what he's doing out there on the mound and was able to execute perfectly today. And um, he did a great job. Well, I'll tell you, this Sean Murphy kid is, <laughs> he's special. He's a big dude. He's great at throwing. Got tremendous power. He's the first catcher. They had this on the TBS broadcast. So I'm going with it because obviously they got a research department. He's the first rookie catcher ever homer in back-to-back playoff games. That's pretty uh that's pretty special. And you could see him as he starts to progress moving up in that lineup with that kind of power. Here is the backstop after the game. Hey Sean, um with the ball kind of flying the way that it was today, how difficult did that make it from the perspective of calling the game? Um, I mean, just one of those things where, you know, you got to keep the ball down. Uh, you know, it plays to our advantage, too. So it's one of those things that you just kind of have to make an adjustment to, and, uh, you know, it goes both ways. How, how did you – how do you evaluate Bassett's performance? Um, I mean, obviously not his best and not the results he wanted, 
Uh, you know, he did give up some soft hits, and you know, some things didn't go his way. Uh, he uh, he'll bounce back. No, no questions about it. Melissa Lockhart. Did you notice anything different um, that the Astros hitters were doing that maybe you didn't see during the regular season in terms of approach or anything? Uh, no, not particularly. Uh, they hit the mistakes. Uh, good for them. You know, that's what they're supposed to do. They're big league hitters, and uh, when we make mistakes, uh, they punished us today. John Hickman. Hey, Sean. How did the game change for uh, JB after Marcus's error? And and the way the way he approached the hitters. Uh, nothing changed. Uh, we went out there and we you know we still tried to execute our pitches and uh, you know we didn't. Uh, you know another you know soft contact mixed in there. Um, you know we had plenty of opportunities to get out of the inning after that. So you know falls on no one person. Susan Slusser. John, how tough was their bullpen in the later stages for you guys? It seems like they quieted your bats down quite a bit. Yeah, um, you know, they did a good job. They came in, uh, they pounded the zone, and they didn't give us any freebies. You know, they made us earn it, and, uh, you know, we couldn't get the hits we needed. All right, a little scoring update from Petco Park. Clint Frazier with a dinger for the Yankees in the top of the third, and the Yankees now lead the Rays. Two to one. Don't forget A's Cast Live jam-packed show tomorrow. 9 a.m. we start. Robbie Grossman is going to join us. Matt Vaskersian will be with us. Dave O'Brien, who normally is calling games for the Boston Red Sox, is calling the game for ESPN Radio. Uh, I don't know if he's at Dodger Stadium. He may, he may be at home like a lot of people are, but he's calling the A's and the Dodgers. And then... It's Fossey and Friends. Ray Fossey and Phil Garner are going to be on with me at the same time, and that's going to be at noon. So we've got a big show for you tomorrow, hopefully getting you ready for a Game 2 victory for the Athletics. Sean Manaya, Framber Valdez. Valdez, a left-hander, throws a ton of curveballs, 5-3 with a 3.57 ERA, up against Sean, who was 4-3 with a 4.50 run at, earned run average. But remember, Sean was much better down the stretch as Sean got better in September, which was great to see for the Athletics. So we'll see if he can continue that streak. But uh, Manaya in four starts in September, 2-1 and one with a 3.04 ERA. Tomorrow's win day, baby. You got to win. No excuses. You got to win this. You got to go out there with purpose. Remember, they've come to fight. They showed you that. They're, they're game on. You got to bring that same kind of intensity. You got you to bring that playoff level where everything gets a little – a little more amped up, right? Where you you don't Mark Kotze said guard 90 feet, you can't be making errors. You can't be walking people. Champions don't make bad mistakes. The teams that get knocked out make bad mistakes. And even if you do make a bad mix, bad mistake, you can't let it kill you. You can't let it be the end of the game. Sometimes guys are going to make errors. Well, pitchers, bat, hey, these infielders have helped all these pitchers out. There's sometimes pitchers have to help the infielders out. There's no way you should give up an error and then give up four straight runs. That should not happen. Because if it does, I think we all know the outcome. 
Astros take game one 10 to 5 right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. We'll be back tomorrow on A's Cast Live at 9 a.m. Everybody be safe and have a wonderful night. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. You're working from home. So, how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. The Oakland A's stand in solidarity with the black community against racism and injustice. This season is dedicated to championing organizations that serve the needs of Oakland's black community. The A's will work with local nonprofits focused on racial justice, social reform, African-American youth, and revitalizing Oakland. To learn more about the A's work in the community, visit athletics.com slash black lives matter. Hit well, back is Upton, at the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.